Hey there, Story Sister, and welcome back to the Power Your Platform podcast. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most important pieces of your personal or professional brand story. And for so many who are listening right now, it could be the part that is missing from your platform. The reason why it's so important to talk about this today is that without this missing piece, it's virtually impossible to convert fans and followers into paying customers. So be sure to stick around to discover this piece that might be missing from your story puzzle. And by the way, if you're looking to step it up when it comes to your own brand storytelling, then be sure to subscribe to our weekly Story Fuel newsletter. When you do, you'll get a regular writing prompt delivered right to your inbox to help you take your brand storytelling to the next level. So if you're interested, go ahead and click on the show notes to subscribe. For now, let's get ready to find the piece of the puzzle that might be missing when it comes to your marketing story. Welcome to Power Your Platform, the podcast for women who are building bold story brands. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. Each week, we'll explore big ideas about brand building and shine a spotlight on courageous women just like you who are owning their story, following their purpose, and changing the world. Whether you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, this podcast is for you. I'll help you move your mindset from uncertain to unstoppable and provide you with the storytelling tools you need to make a real impact. Because we all have a story to tell, and somewhere someone is waiting to hear yours. Join us each week for inspiring interviews, aha moments, and step-by-step action plans that will provide the framework to help you create your very own purpose-driven platform. Are you with me? All right, it's time to power up. I come from a long line of puzzle fans. And in fact, I can remember sitting at the dining room table in my grandmother's farmhouse and piecing together serene mountain landscapes and baskets of frolicking kittens or one of the many other puzzles from the battered boxes that were stacked in the corner of the dining room. And even at a young age, I love tackling the 500 or even 1000 piece puzzles. But the bane of my existence was getting to the end of a puzzle and finding out, you guessed it, one of the pieces was missing. Is there anything more frustrating than spending hours and hours putting together a beautiful landscape only to discover that a single piece of the final scene is missing? The fact is that the same thing happens all the time when it comes to our brand marketing, doesn't it? Maybe we've done our homework and we know our ideal audience inside and out. Maybe we're even super clear on what product or service we have to offer our audience. And better still, we might even know how to get our audience's attention and we do it successfully. But then, nothing. It's crickets instead of cha-ching and we wonder where we went wrong. As a story coach, I work with my clients to make sure they have all the pieces of their brand story in place when they're creating a plan to reach their core audience. But the truth is that 
when many of them come to me, they're missing a vital piece of the puzzle. And that piece is the call to action. Now, even if you're not familiar with the term, I guarantee that you've seen calls to action before, and you've probably even responded to them yourself. A call to action is a short prompt that invites your audience to make a move. And not just any move, but a move that will bring them closer to you and your business and ultimately closer to making a purchase. So here are a few examples. Subscribe here. Shop now. Join our mailing list. Become a member. Learn more. Talk to us. Join the fight right? You get the idea? While calls to action are all around us, I think sometimes we need to step back and take a look at our own marketing messages to make sure that we haven't left out this important piece of the sales puzzle. Because no matter how much you may inspire or entertain or educate your audience, if you don't round out your messaging with a clear call to action, then your story will never lead to a sale. And hey, as a business owner, That's just really bad news, right? So to help with the call to action process, I've got three tips for you today to help boost your sales messaging, whether that's through your social media, newsletter, blog articles, workshops, podcast, or YouTube episodes, whatever form of communication you use to reach your audience. Are you ready? Okay, let's do this. The first tip is to keep it simple. I am constantly amazed at how complicated people make their calls to action in their messaging. Here's the thing. If people don't get it right away, then they will click away, right? And that's the opposite action we want them to take. I think many of us feel that we need to be clever or creative when it comes to introducing a call to action to our audience. It's almost like we want to disguise the fact that we're asking them to make a move and make a purchase. But why do we feel that way? Are we embarrassed to ask someone to move in the direction of making a purchase? Are we worried that they'll think we're too pushy or too salesy? Are we self-conscious maybe that we're ultimately not ready or not good enough? There are a lot of mindset blocks that can get in the way of creating a clear and simple call to action. But ultimately, if we want our audience to buy something, then we need to point them clearly in the direction of that sale once we've followed the know, like, and trust route that I talk about in episode 76. And if you missed that episode on growing your audience with storytelling, then make sure to circle back and listen to that episode next. So that's episode 76, and I'll actually link to it in the show notes. Again, I encourage you to tell people clearly which action you want them to take. Is it to shop now, buy here, order today? Whatever the action is, be sure to spell it out clearly, simply, and get to the point rather than leading them around the block first, right? Because otherwise, chances are they're going to lose interest before they ever get to your call to action. So that's the first thing to keep in mind when creating a call to action in our marketing messages, which is to keep it simple and get to the point. The second tip to keep in mind when creating a call to action is to be sure to feature your ask prominently in your message. 
And what I mean by that is you don't want to bury it at the end of your message or hide it somewhere in the middle. Once again, when we do this, it signals a mindset block that we're somehow embarrassed to be asking people to pay for the value that we're offering. When it comes to website development, I know there's a school of thoughts that says we need to make people scroll through the entire website so by the time they arrive at the buy now button somewhere at the bottom, they'll be convinced that what we have to sell is valuable. But the problem with this approach is that most people never scroll right to the bottom of your website. So my advice is to ask yourself how you can move up your call to action button so it's closer to the start of your messaging to ensure that your audience doesn't miss it. I kind of think of it like the three second rule. If it takes people longer than three seconds to find your call to action, then chances are they're going to miss it entirely. So instead, look for ways you can provide a link or a click-through button that people are going to notice right away so they're not confused about what the point of your message is and how they can take action. Again, if we're trying to sell a service or a product or even invite someone to support a worthy cause, then we don't want to bury that fact. Instead, we need to be bold and feature our ask prominently so that our call to action doesn't get lost in the clutter. So that's the second tip I have for creating a call to action, which is to make sure you feature it prominently in your messaging. The third and final tip I have for creating an effective call to action is to create a sense of urgency around the action that you're asking people to take. Because when someone is reading our messaging, we have their attention. And once they go on to the next post or website or conversation, they're going to forget all about our call to action. So our best chance at getting someone to take action right away is to create some urgency around the situation. Not false urgency or threats or anything like that, of course, but just a little reminder or an incentive to act now rather than clicking away and acting never. So one of the simple ways I do this in my own messages is by literally adding words like today or now. There is no threat that the offer is going to disappear if they don't. But by adding those time-related words, I'm encouraging my audience to take action now rather than later. And in some cases, I've certainly used incentives as well to encourage my audience to take action sooner. For instance, when I offer my masterclasses, I always offer early bird pricing. So people who sign up earlier get to enjoy a significant savings on their registration. And if I'm promoting an in-person workshop, I also remind them that space is limited, which is 100% true. In other words, when the people sign up earlier, they're guaranteed a spot in the workshop whereas they're taking a risk by leaving the decision till later. Remember, distraction is the enemy of action. And the last thing that we want to do is make a meaningful connection with someone and get them thinking, hey, this would be something I'm interested in, and then having them click away or walk away without engaging with them further. Even if that engagement isn't an immediate sale, it could be a step towards a sale, like, getting on our email list, joining our Facebook group, or one of a dozen other actions that will get them closer to the finish line of clicking that buy button. 
The bottom line is that your call to action should inspire someone to make a move today. So that's my final tip for including a strong call to action in your messaging, and that is to include a sense of urgency. So to recap, here are those three call to action tips one more time. Number one, keep it simple. Number two, feature your ask prominently in your messaging. And number three, create a sense of urgency that inspires your audience to make a move now. And remember, if you're looking for some support in creating a call to action for your next messaging campaign, be sure to reach out to me at powerherplatform at gmail.com or click on the show notes for this episode to learn more. Let's connect today. Thanks so much for listening in to today's podcast episode on creating effective calls to action. If this topic interests you, then you might also be interested in subscribing to our Story Fuel newsletter, where we share weekly writing prompts to help you create messaging that is simple, targeted, and to the point. Click on the show notes for this episode to get started today. Until next time, keep owning your story, following your purpose, and raising your voice. Because the world is waiting to hear your story.